Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about the paranormal, conspiracy theories, myths, urban legends, all of the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is I'm going to tell three stories, two of which are from people that claim that these stories are true and one that is completely made up. It's up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the one that is fake. Today's first guest once legitimately actually told Ariana Grande herself that he too is famous. Andrew Heinlein. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Today's second guest requested that she be introduced as being the female version of Andrew so she could do this. Do it. (laughs) Hope Heinlein, Andrew's sister. Hey, guys. The best Heinlein. And... Today's third guest is the person who was actually famous on Club Penguin back in the day, Jessica Signorello Heinlein. Yes, also the second best Heinlein, and um, previously known as Prima Jess. Occasionally Pink Trigger. Okay, so guys, (laughs) that was your name on on Club Penguin? I got banned on that account. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. And we are back. Today we're specifically talking about, I guess you could uh, classify it overall as like ghosts slash demons, but it is specifically the Warren cases. You guys Warren know what cases. that is. Nope. Okay. No, it sounds scary. I don't know anything paranormal. So whenever I'm on this podcast, it's like, <laughs> so I Warren- try to avoid them at all, at possible, at, wait, what? Hello? Is that English? <laughs> yeah, wait. <laughs> That's me rewinding. <laughs> I try to avoid them. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I just try to avoid all that stuff entirely. But now that my phone listens to everything that we say, it constantly comes up like on my TikTok and it scares me. Okay. I mean, has anybody here seen any of the Conjuring movies? No. Nope. Yes. You have. Yes. So you know the Warren. Yes. My sister is the only one who's brave in my family. Okay. <laughs> okay. Despite, so uh, um, I would just like to clarify that I don't watch horror movies because I think they're boring, not because I'm not brave. Their plot lines are usually terrible. Well, they just feed on fear like Pennywise. I I think that uh, most horror movies are really bad, but there are Thank a few. You. There are good ones, though. And in my opinion, The Conjuring 2 is the best horror movie ever made. How scared would I be watching it? Should I watch it? No. You, you would be horrified. Those movies are based on true stories. Those movies are based on two people who were paranormal investigators, and they would go and they would... What? That's my point. You should never go looking for this stuff. This is the problem. But they they obviously <laughs> found something they didn't want to find. Okay, so I never saw the movie, but am I correct? No. Oh. They this they, they want to do this. Like they feel that this is their thing. So one of them is a demonologist, studies demons, knows how to do all these things. The other one is a literal medium. It's she's a psychic. She can see things that other people can't see. That's terrible. And t- they're a married couple. Wait, and they're the Warrens? Yeah. Okay. Ed and Lorraine Warren. They're a married couple and they have had so many really famous cases. For example, they did Amityville Horror. They're all supposedly true. There are so many people who back their stories up. Now, I'm going to tell you three of their cases today, except one of these cases never actually happened. Story number Number. one. Story one takes place in May of 1978. Okay, this can't be it. Anthony Anthony wasn't even born yet. (laughs) Okay. All right, I won't interrupt anymore, I promise. Ed and Lorraine Warren get a call from a woman named Sandy Foster. And she leaves a message on their answering machine that says that her children 
are in danger, they're being attacked, they're being hurt by someone or something that she can't see. She doesn't know what it is. So Lorraine hears this message and tries to call her back immediately, but cannot manage to get through. The phone line is always busy. The next morning, she finally manages to get in contact with this woman. She agrees for her and Ed to go to Sandy's house and meet with her and investigate. So they show up to the house. They meet the family. There are three children. The foster's oldest daughter, her name is Meg. She's 15 years old. She, through interviewing them, they find out that she is really invested in witchcraft. She's super, super into it. And for her birthday, her mother, Sandy, bought her a book on conjuring demons. All right. We find out that she... She performed a few of the spells from the book. And a couple of days later, weird things started happening in this house. Some sort of force was unleashed. Ed and Lorraine Warren decide to take the Fosters and tell them to exit their house for a while while they go around the house and do their thing. So they're going room by room, calling out for the demon. Lorraine is a psychic, so she touches things. She sees if she has any visions. She walks around and doesn't see anything until they start to head over towards Meg's room. They get over to Meg's room, and there is a force. They start feeling this weird force that is, like, pushing them away from entering the room, right? They describe it as they feel a, basically a river, a heavy river, and the current is pushing them backwards. So they keep forcing themselves into the room. They finally get into Meg's room, and they find... The conjuring book with a bunch of black candles around it. And the demon does not like this. The demon fights back. It's doing all the demon things. Eventually, Ed does some blessing in the room. And Lorraine does her thing. They fight this demon. They finally overcome it. They get it to calm down. They bring the fosters back in and they say, Listen, we uh, got it under control for now. But you should have a clergyman come in and control this this thing. You bless the house as soon as possible. But for now, you should be okay. On their way out, Lorraine feels a force grab her glasses and it throws them onto the ground. So maybe they didn't actually stop anything at all. That is the end of story number one. Okay. I have stuff to say. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff to say too. Um, You know, a lot of the stuff, I want to wait until I hear the second story because... First of all, well, from what I know about witchcraft, you don't conjure, what is it, conjure, you conjure, you don't conjure demons under witchcraft. Witchcraft isn't like a, like that's kind of putting a false narrative on like what witchcraft is because most of witchcraft is like positive. Like, like witches believe in karma. So like you don't, like uh, there wouldn't be like a witchcraft book that says, here's how you conjure up demons and bring them into your house. Like, that's not... Well, it wasn't a witchcraft book. She you was just... said witchcraft book. No, I said she was into witchcraft. The book was a conjuring demons book. See, that's a little suspicious to me, because if you're into witchcraft, then you would know that witches believe in karma, and if you put bad things into the world and bad energy into the world, then it comes back to you, so... I, I've, that's a little pothole, and I feel like that might be an Anthony story, but I have to listen to the rest of them. I'm just saying. I'm impressed. Wow. Okay. I, I didn't even pick up on that. I was just too frightened. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you get what you ask for sometimes. Am I right, though? True. Let me just conjure up a demon, and you got one. What'd you expect? 
Well, I don't was think it was gonna the, be nice. Well, I don't think the daughter was like. Wait, it was the daughter, right? The daughter. I don't Yank. think the daughter was complaining. It was the family that was complaining. No. Well, the daughter was being attacked by this thing. All right, let's move on. I'm done with this story. Okay, yeah, we're done with this story. Yeah, I'm done with this story. Oh, your hand was sweaty. It's hot down here. Can you not say that out loud? They can't tell from the... Maybe yes, they, they can. can. That's why they can I'm... tell that it's hot down here. We that's, sweat. We're that's, all sweaty. That's why I'm wearing a black I'm okay. shirt. Yeah, I'm all right. It's hot, though. Story number two. This story takes place in March of 1977. Ed and Lorraine Warren get a call from a guy named Carrie Hayes. And he's intentionally vague over the phone. He says that there's some weird things that have been happening in the house, and he didn't know who else to call, so he turned to them, and he would really like it if they came and took a look at it. Lorraine agrees. Ed and Lorraine show up. They're interviewing Carrie and his wife, Elizabeth. They also have a son who is only two years old. And I <laughs> What? I hate babies. When it comes <laughs> to like horror movies Word. and stuff. They're like the worst. Continue. He's interviewing them, and... What the baby have to say? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the baby is not a part of the interview. Okay. I couldn't resist. Carrie tells them that everything started when he bought his two-year-old son this little red toy fire truck. In the middle of the night, this thing would start to just roll around by itself. It would just drive around. <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's, it's looking for fires. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's, come on. It's doing its job, huh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, what do you expect? You yeah. bought him a fire truck. What else is going to happen? I kind of love that. Okay, anyway, having this toy fire truck in the house, eventually they started noticing that their two-year-old son, Tommy, has been having these strange markings appear on the kid's back. So Lorraine goes off to do her psychic thing while Ed continues to talk to the parents and Lorraine touches the fire truck. She finds it, she places her hand on it and she realizes that it's like hot to the touch, which is really odd. And as soon as she touches it, she gets a very strong sense of like, okay, there's something demonic going on here. She can feel it. Yep. So she's like, I need to see Tommy. She goes over to Tommy's room, and she finds him in his crib. And over his crib is this huge, dark, shadowy figure just standing over him. She goes back to the family and to Ed, and she tells them what she found. And they decide, okay. um, Sacrifice the kid, we're out. (laughs) We got to go in there. Ed goes in there, and he blesses the kid. And he says, the blessing may be enough, but... Just in case, we should take the fire truck with us and put it in our museum and keep it locked away there so you guys don't have to worry about it. I have a question after. Okay. So they take the fire truck and they leave. On the way home, having this fire truck in the car with them, their car keeps stalling the whole way and it almost kills them. It almost gets them into a really, really terrible accident. So Ed realizes, all right, we got to do something about this now or else we're not going to make it home. So he puts some holy water over the fire truck and blesses the fire truck and lets it be. And they drive home and they put it in their museum and it remains in their museum to this very day. And that is the end of story number two. Go. My question was, yes. okay, is like, are there like weird things happening at this museum now? 
they're all locked away in, this, in cases where they can't do anything. They are unable to, uh, to, to, to get out, to open them. If you were to go into that museum and touch something, it totally could still do something to you. You'd unleash something. But I wouldn't in the there, cases, but... they can't do anything. They're I contained. I have a question. Yes. Does the fire truck still move around at night in, um, the, in its case? That's a good question that I don't have the answer to. It sounds like, a, it kind of feels like a little bit of an Anthony story. Like something about like the whole like car ride home and like. Yeah. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. How did they, so he, he, they just went and bought this fire truck from the store or did they thrift it? Or yeah, where did they, they get it? Yeah. Do you have any idea? As far as I'm concerned, he just bought it from a store. But I have no idea, to be honest. He could have thrifted it. Does that sound like The Conjuring? What? Does that, does that sound the like? The car ride does. The car ride does? Yeah. Why that happened in the conjuring? There's like, isn't there like a part where they're on the ride home and they see like someone in the back, or is that another movie? And like they got into an accident or whatever, something happened. There was someone. Did you actually see the movie? Yes. Okay. (laughs) I I don't know. I still. You're more skeptical of the first. Suspect about number one, to be honest. Especially now hearing this one because this one's a little bit more detailed. Also, okay. This is another thing that I, I noticed that I didn't want to point out right in the beginning because I'm not rude like Andrew. Um, the name, so like the Fosters, that was like the name of the first people. Like anybody come up with that name. But what is this guy's name? Clarence Hayes? Like who comes up with that name? Carrie? Not Anthony. Carrie Hayes. Yeah. Carrie Hayes. Look, he looks nervous. You got him. You got him on the ropes, Jesse. Let's go. Let's <laughs> do, go. I, do I look nervous? No. I let's don't know. Go. Do I? He's <laughs> like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> you look Whose nervous. Whose team are you on? <laughs> I don't know. It's just me and you, Andrew. Just me and you. That's it, baby. For life. All right, so me and Hope are on a team. <laughs> um, I call her. All right. All right, let's go to story number three. And, no, we and... have a quick break. Yeah, okay. before we get into story number three, we're going to play a quick little mini game. I'm just ready to be right. Is it, well, let me be honest. This is my favorite part of the show. I don't know about everyone, everyone says else, that. but this is the best part of the show. So today's mini game, we're going to play fill in the blank. Oh, oh no. You played this before, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, it did with Dogman. And, and this is like Mad, mad Libs? No. It's not Mad Libs. You have to guess what the thing is. This is basically a real post online. This person says that this has really happened to them, and I think it's very ridiculous. <laughs> I have took certain words out, and you guys have to fill in those blanks, okay? So I'm going to read you a couple of sentences, and then the last sentence is where you guys are filling in what you think this guy said. Here we go. I was camping with my friend. He was asleep, but I was wide awake. All of a sudden, I hear footsteps coming out from the forest, coming over in the direction of the tent. I unzip the tent quietly, peek my head out to see if I could see anything. I spot something that doesn't really make sense. Behind the farmhouse to the right is an actual farm, and next to this farm is a blank. This blank had blank and blank then I realized it was doing something. It was blank in a blank. Okay, so I know, I know, I know. So this is wild. We're gonna take it one sentence at a time here. This one's crazier than the first one, than the dog man one. So basically, guy peeks his head out of a tent. To the right is the actual farm, and next to this farm is a blank. This blank, that's the same word twice, had blank and blank. So this thing this had hard. what? I don't like this. This UFO. <laughs> no, there no. was not a UFO. It had to be like a 
person, and it was doing something, right? At some point, it was definitely it was not a person. It's not a person. I or can tell like you. an uh, like an like an animal or like a monster. It was definitely like, a monster. All right, so what type of monsters could it be? So I was thinking like even like real crazy. There's an there's an SCP that's like a lake that just kind of like shows up in places. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what came to my mind first, and I was like, there's no way. But now I'm thinking there's a way. I'm, you're way more on the right track. I knew Pete, it. The comments of this post say this sounds more like an SCP than a sighting story. Okay. This is a either a building or structure that just appeared here. Here we go. I'm, in the right, <laughs> I'm going to the right place here. Here we go. Okay. I'm a little crazy, but in the right direction. Okay. So I don't think it's actually a lake. Um, Picture yourself in the tent, okay. and then you you hear footsteps. You open the tent. Stop. You hear footsteps, yeah, and then you see, and you see a very tall structure. What is this thing? Uh, a windmill. You're so, you're getting so close. We heard footsteps. Heard, this, heard footsteps, and then opens the thing, and so I, this building was walking. It's not necessarily a building, but you're very close. A mountain. <laughs> the mountain was walking around. This is a real post. This Someone mountain had arms and legs. You got it! You got the second part! What? You got the second part! It's arms and legs. This thing had arms and legs, but it's not a mountain. It's so close, though. You're so close. Not a tree. Not a tree, not You're a mountain. You're so close, but it's- Alright, wait, can I ask a question? Is it like a man-made thing, or is it like a nature-made totally thing? Totally man-made. And it's like tall? It's very large. Like Siren Head. You're so close, dude. It's a telephone pole? It's a pole! Telephone <laughs> pole and arms and legs! This dude opens his tent and he swears to God he sees a pole with arms and legs. But what type of pole? Just like a large, like, cylindrical, cylindrical, like, 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 like a metal pole. pole? Like right? a light pole. Like a light pole, with yes. With no light. This yes. Probably not is, in his right mind. Probably is lying or was hallucinating. Yes. Clearly, I'm not in my right mind. If we <laughs> he's got camping there. at a farm. Exactly. <laughs> 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 but still, poles don't have arms and legs. That's a good point. I didn't realize he was camping at a farm. <laughs> Yo, who camps at a farm? Wow. It's hope, always the quiet ones. Hope figured something out here. But anyway, um, then he realized. Wait, read the sentence. A pole. Okay. Okay. The pole had arms and legs. Next to this farm is a pole. This pole had arms and legs. I then realized it was doing something. Dancing. It was blank in a blank. It was. You're not too far off. Jumping. Swimming in a pool. Working out. Making TikToks. That <laughs> 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 is so fun. Imagine like finding a pole on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Just dancing. There's a sausage that does that. Hashtag FYP. <laughs> it was a hashtag follow for follow. <laughs> that was musically. something in a something. It was yeah. in the same spot. She said. So too, like the so. closest thing would be like well, what's a dancing sentence? in a blank bathroom. Ballet in a tutu. No bathrobe. That's funnier. That's actually way funnier than what the actual thing is. So that's not accurate. It's not it, but it's really great. Whirling. Yes, it's spinning. Spinning? How do you know? Okay. It has arms and legs. So right, it's a, so like it's that's a the only way you can see it's whirling. Okay. It's a pole with arms and legs. So it's like... And it's spinning in a... Circle. Circle, yes. Oh, that's dumb. That's it? 
This is ridiculous to me. I think this is so silly, but I thought it was funny, so it's, I had to pick it. This guy was not... It sounds like an SCP. It sounds like... An, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's it for our little mini game. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we are going to get into story number three. We will be right back. And we are back. Okay. You guys ready to hear story number three? Yes. 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 Story number three. This story takes place in October of 1972. So outside of Ed and Lorraine Warren's house, a black limousine. Lemonzine. Lemonzine. A black lemonzine pulls up to Ed and Lorraine Warren's house, and it has government plates on it. They get in the limousine. Where they are going is the United States Military Academy. So they show up. This guy named Major Donald Wilson tells them that what? That's a stupid name. That is such a stupid name. I'm sorry. I know it's not fake, but continue. Major Donald Wilson tells them that one of their <laughs> officers... I'm imagining Donald Duck in a military <laughs> uniform. And that is hilarious. Hope it's like this is not what I signed up for. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, he'd be in the name because he's a duck, so he's a sailor. Oh, he's a sailor. my God. <laughs> <laughs> sweating so much too because he's so hot from laughing and being down here. He just laughed so hard at his own joke. <laughs> this is like an everyday occurrence. I'm not, I'm not going to say his name again. Don't please. <laughs> but now he's thinking about it. I am. This guy. <laughs> oh my God. You <laughs> Did you put that in on purpose? You yeah. knew. You knew that I would think of Donald Duck. <laughs> you did, didn't you? Let me go. Go ahead. This <laughs> <laughs> That's my sister. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. Your face is so funny. What? That's just my face. <laughs> Are you crying? Yeah, well, it's also like a little bit sweat too, but... Okay, it wasn't even funny, funny in the first anymore. place. Yeah, no one laughed. Nope. I definitely didn't. No. Why not? All right, let's like let him tell the story, please. Thank you. You're welcome. So that man who will not be named tells Ed and Lorraine Warren that one of the officers has been having some weird things happening at their house. So they agree to go investigate it. They go to the officer's house. They interview the officer. And the officer is telling them things like, it's so weird. All of my personal belongings keep going missing. Things like my wallet, my wife's purse, our money, all of our personal mementos, basically. But the weirdest part is that they don't go missing forever. Later that night, they turn up, spread out on a dresser in the master bedroom of the house. They did not leave them there. They did not touch them, move them. They just always appear there. Lorraine says, okay, let me take a look. She goes into the master bedroom, and what she sees is a man. He's black, he's wearing a dark uniform. She's talking to the man, and he thinks he's from the 18th century. And he tells her that his name is Greer, and she thinks, okay, this guy clearly must have passed away here. And so she tells him, like, hey, you, uh, you're not living anymore. You need to move on. You need to pass on to the other world, go to the other life, and uh, after some talking to him, he eventually leaves. So, she goes back to the officer, and she tells him what she found, and he basically says, 
that's impossible. There were absolutely no black men that served here in the 18th century. So confused, but okay. She goes home, and a few weeks later, she gets a call from the military, and they're like, we actually have a really shocking fact for you. We found out that there actually was one black man who served here in the 18th century. They find out he was a porter there, and his name was Greer. And that is the end of story number three. Go. I feel like I've heard this before. I I don't, I can't picture Anthony making up a story so in-depth. No, he. I don't think he did it all yet, no. Hearing all of them, now I'm thinking like number one sounds too much like one of the movies. Yeah, this last one kind of like put the nail in the coffin for me that like number one is definitely, definitely the fake one. All right, so I'm going to recap all three stories and then I'm going to have you guys make your final decision. Sure. Okay, story number one is about a girl named Meg Foster. She's interested in witchcraft. She accidentally unleashes something into the house. They fight this demon off, but it doesn't exactly work on their way out. It takes Lorraine's glasses and throws them onto the ground. Story number two is about about Casey Hayes, his little two-year-old son. Has a little fire truck that drives around by itself at night. These weird marks keep appearing on the kid's back. She sees this dark figure over the boy. So they bless the boy. They take the fire truck. They bring it back to their museum. Story number three is about them going to a military base. One of the officers keeps having his things go missing. They reappear later in the night. She meets a man who tells her that he's from the 18th century and his name is Greer. She comes home to find out that there was a man from the 18th century named Greer who used to work there and passed away long time ago. That is all three stories. Go. Right, like I feel like number three we can definitely rule out. Do we all agree with that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Number three, I definitely, I am like totally okay with taking the L if he actually made that up because like I said. Hope is the only one who's seen Ed and Lorraine Warren in action. So. I mean the fake ones. But yeah. Yeah. Well, yes. Fake ones are, they're cool. But they're like a little bit like exaggerated, right? Oh, for they sure. They look too much alike. I don't like it. The guy who plays Ed is like probably my favorite actor of all time. Was it? Patrick Wilson. He's so good. Wilson? Oh! <laughs> no. We got him. No, we Wait a not. second. I think... No, we did Wait a second. We really just got him. <laughs> I want you to understand that. Mm-mm. He's trying to throw you off. No. He's tra- he just found a way to throw us off. I'm telling you. It's number one. I'm telling he you. He didn't do that on purpose. Andrew, stop looking so much into oh, the thing. Man. I'm telling you, he did not I'm make that story you, up. We got him right no, there. No, I'm telling you. We, he, you th- what do you think? His name was Donald Wilson. Major Donald Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Jessica. What do you think, honestly? Uh, I feel like you're looking too much into the name because, like I said, number two, there is the movie, something happened with the car. At the end, something happened with the car. So stop looking into the name, Andrew. That's true. That's true. The fire truck. Woo. I mean, then- I was also, I'm old. I originally thought number two, okay, until he tried to throw us off the track. But it is very, like, also, like, him trying to show, oh, yeah, it's in the museum, trying to, like, throw that in there. That could also be, like, a very All right, well, story-driven thing. Listen, we need to decide on one. So can we at least rule out, like, number two? Like, can we rule out number two I wouldn't at all? rule out number two at all. You wouldn't? Absolutely not. I would, would you? If anything, I would rule out number one. Um, what? It's number three. I'm all confident. All right, you want to go in on number three? What do you, do you want to go in on number three? 
What Not do you really. want to go? If you don't want to, then we don't have to. But what do you want to go in on then? And I will you give that to you. You got me a little bit on the three train, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah. I, like I could. That, that, that. I would be willing to let hope break the tie between one and three. I'm leaning more towards one because it sounds too much like the movie, and it could have just been played off from the movie. Locking your answer, guys. You're locking in story number one. Now I'm scared. Yes, guys. You might be right. Don't say it like that. You don't know yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> Much like the Conjuring movies, this episode has a twist. I did Come not. On. I did not do the research or write the fake story for this episode. I don't know which one the fake one is. The only person who knows is the envelope in my pocket and Seth Cologne. <sighs> oh my god! That changes everything, right? So, <laughs> oh my god, it's definitely three. Oh my god, I'm so mad. With that being said. I want to open it. Send I want to open it. Send right. the research. Wait, no. Why'd you open it like that? Because it was easier. So we're opening the envelope. Andrew's opening it. Why? He's unfolding Why? it. There's another envelope. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. There's definitely more envelopes. Oh my God, I'm going to. Okay, envelope number For three. Real? No, here's the lie. <laughs> what did the other one say? The real lie. The lie, the See, real lie. <laughs> See, he thought so much into this. I know for a fact we just lost. I just know We might have lost. I don't know. Number three doesn't really sound like a Seth thing, though. No. The toy fire truck number two. It was okay. the ending. You should have told us that it was Seth in the beginning because we went into this knowing that, like, all right, we have to look out for, like, the Anthony tells. And now, what is this what every episode is going to be like now? Unfair. Okay, I, I guess we'll never actually know. That's the hard part. You'll never know which ones. As are the if ones this game wasn't hard enough already, Anthony. <laughs> Thanks a lot. For those of you who are listening anywhere where podcast devices are available, please give this show a rate and review. It really helps us out. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to give this video a like, leave a comment letting us know what you thought, and subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss when we post new videos. If you have stories of your own, whether they're real or whether there's something fake that has been made up, I can use that story as the lie. Send everything my way to either truemissonelie at gmail.com or to my Instagram at culture35, whichever you prefer. Thank you guys for playing. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you guys again very soon with a brand new episode of True Miss One Lie next Tuesday and a new comedy skit on our YouTube channel on Friday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.